welcome back. Woo, another day, another vlog. Uh, what a mistake it to make it. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm a dickhead uh, sometimes. Uh, you know, when I say Tuesdays are my busiest, hectic days, in moving house, even worse. I have brought everything, I bring way too much than probably I normally need when I come to work because we're stuck here for two weeks and you basically got nowhere to go. There's no tech shops or anything to go to to buy anything. Well, a uh, pretty important part of a computer is the power supply, especially a MacBook 16, which sucks a fair bit of juice. Uh, yeah, well, this dickhead left his charger at home, didn't he? Um, what a disaster. Seems I have a bit of a solution. Thankfully, my Zendua travel adapter um, with a USB-C cord from one of my other bits of tech is uh, saved the day. Thank God. Uh, last night, it pretty much, I uploaded my video, did check my emails, and I pretty much drained the computer. The battery on this 16 is pretty average. It sucks to drive pretty fast when you're working it and doing videos and stuff. So yeah, it was a bit, I thought it was going to be an absolute nightmare. I figured we'd be probably out for the swing, possibly not be able to do any videos or daily vlogs or anything. I didn't know how I was going to sort out any of those issues with nothing. Uh, yeah, very much a disaster. So thank God I had that here and I had to go straight to mains power even out of the, um, out of my power board just did not work. So it was, yeah, not good. I don't like being out of uh, out of not without the computer. It's a it seems like a big thing, but two weeks stuck in a room by myself. Yeah, I can't do that anymore. I need need something to do. When you don't drink on site, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you definitely need something to do, and you can only go for a run for a little bit and, or do something else. It's uh, very hard. So it would have been a bit of a disaster. So. Fingers crossed, it looks like it's charging now. We'll see how it holds up the charge. Whew. What a disaster. So yeah, <laughs> get the power adapter. Whatever you do, don't forget your power adapter. I've got everything else known to man here, but yeah, bring four bags for sight to try and keep, make sure I've got the stuff. And the, that's probably the most important one. And yeah, nearly, nearly completely stuffed me for two weeks. We're alive. It's all good. It's, uh, thank God, 2020 is over. What a way to finish uh, 2020. What a, just a, a whole year's just been an abysmal failure. I think for everyone, I don't think there's there's too many people have got too many, apart from Jeff Bezos and Tesla, um, maybe, yeah, I think they're about the only two that are pretty stoked with how the year's turned out. Pretty much everyone else on the planet is pretty much well and truly over. 2020. So, um, yeah, celebrating. I think there's going to be a lot of people celebrating tonight, even though the stupid virus is still out there and present and everything. I think everyone's just had enough now and they're just sick to death of it. They want to just try and change the fortunes and hopefully this thing's just going to... Uh, 2021, we get a little bit of a change of luck and it all sort of uh, comes to good. The vaccines go well and all that sort of stuff. So... Fingers crossed, uh, yeah. Uh, obviously, Victoria had some dramas this afternoon. So we've got some guys at work that have just flown in and now got to be they're going to be stuck in their room and can't leave their room for 14 days straight. Their whole swing, they're stuck here. And then they won't even be able to fly back, I guess, depending on if the border opens again. 
Um, yeah, bit of a disaster for those guys. Uh, yeah, you couldn't imagine anything worse. It's bad enough being stuck on site, but like I don't know how they're going to get food or how that's all going to work. They're going to have to work out some sort of solution for them. But basically stuck in a tiny little room like this. This is probably a third of the room, what you see here. Or probably this is probably half of my room. So imagine being stuck in that. Basically a cell for 14 days straight. Yeah, can, there's only so much Netflix you can watch before you start losing your mind. Um, yeah, very crazy. Uh, not good for those guys. So some bad news there for Victoria. The WA's put up the hard border against them again already. Um, yeah, it just never ends, does it? Never ends. So, yeah, I think I'm looking forward to 2021. I hope you guys all have a better 2021. A start to it at least. Hopefully uh, you get to celebrate like Christmas with your friends and family and get to have a drink and a, I guess a reflect on the good things that happened this year. We have had some good things. There's been a crazy amount of good stuff coming in tech uh, for our, on, the, on the tech side. It's been a huge, huge year. Um, I think the biggest thing for me was probably uh, M1 chip in the Apples was a huge, huge jump forward for the computer industry. Uh, the ca camera industry has gone through the roof. Uh, the R5 and R6 cameras coming out. It's got very expensive though uh, on the on the camera side. Everything new has been full frame and expensive. There's not a lot of cheap options out there. Uh, even in your uh, vlogging cameras like the Sony ZV-1s, a fifteen two thousand dollars sort of camera in Australia. So there's not a lot of cheap options out there. Great thing uh, I did have. I think probably best tech uh, for me this year was getting the iPhone 12. Uh, I have to be honest with you, when I I really hesitated when I got rid of the GoPro, and the GoPro 7. And I didn't want to get the 9 because the 9 was worse for low light and that's what I needed, something for low light because I do a lot of astro and all that sort of stuff in early mornings. And I wanted something to do video and it, the GoPro was just pretty much average at, at dark stuff. So I took a big gamble on that and sell, I sold that off and put it into other stuff to go with my ARP and put that all into going into the RP so for better low light and I think that's paid off um, but the iPhone 12 video wise has just been sensational so I'm super wrapped with that uh, it's been I waited an extra year for the another phone we waited went out of plan and then waited another year and just held on because iPhone 11 last year was pretty much abysmal uh, the 12 this year is a big change and it is definitely worthwhile. If you haven't upgraded for a few years, you will definitely see the benefits um, video-wise, photography-wise, and as a phone, it is it is a lot, lot better. So super happy wrapped with that. It's probably my best tech purchase. Super happy about the RP uh, and getting another drone. That's been the other big thing, uh, getting back into drones. Finally, after droning drowned a couple of years ago at the Barra Classic, uh, so looking forward to that. Uh, now I've got the Mini 2. I'm going to have a play of that over the weekend and see how that goes and see the difference uh, between that and the original Mini. Um, I think it's going to be fantastic. I'm super excited with it. I've uh, got it all charged up now. Just got a SIM card in, get it all uh, set up, and it will be a way to go. So super, super excited with uh, the tech stuff for the new year. And I think next year is going to be even bigger. Um, unfortunately, one of the sad things this year was the death of the M mount uh, for Canon. So the, we've talked about it a few times, and I said it's pretty much over. And uh, 
Canon Rumors had up there today that is pretty much done. They believe it's pretty much done. I think it's pretty much the death knells. Uh, there's going to be two APS-C uh, sensors going in an RF mount. I don't know why, how they're going to make it cheaper to make an RF mount at the same price as the M50 would de completely destroy the M series range. Uh, so I don't know why you would do that. As such, it's going to be hard to put that big amount in such a, a cheap body. So I'm not sure how they're going to try and work that. Um, it's going to be a pretty basic system. For, and you can get an RP, a full frame camera for like a good price at about 1300 bucks. So probably even going to be cheaper by midway this year if they upgrade the RP to a different model. So that's probably an option too. So I don't think you, um, I think APS-C as a format is a little bit tricky. I think Olympus has got it. They're the best at it um, and they do an amazing job with it. And Panasonic's got some good stuff as well in the, in the APS-C. Those two are probably going to stick with it. Um, and I think it works if you're just into travel stuff. It's definitely going to work. The M50 is unfortunately going to die pretty quick, I think, once uh, these new ones come out. And I don't know who's going to take up that challenge when they know that, obviously, full frame is where they're at. So the trickiest part is lenses. And Canon doesn't look like it's bringing out any sort of cheap lenses, which is the biggest problem with the APS-C mount. Uh, so obviously, if you're looking for something travel-wise, I definitely suggest the Olympus. I was so close to not getting the RP and going to get one of those Olympus on special. Unfortunately, all the good deals were in America. And for some reason, as per normal in Australia, no deals here. So, look, uh, there's a lot happening in that regards. I'm excited. I can't wait to see what happens with the new Max coming out next year with that M1, where they're going to go with that. That's going to be probably the biggest tech stuff. And then, obviously, some more of the Canon stuff. Will they bring out that R1X or whatever it's going to be called, the R1, uh, next year? And how that, how bad, how much of a crazy thing is that going to be? So, look, 2021 will be, I'm uh, predicting right now, is going to be a massive year for tech. If you thought this was a big year, 2021 is going to be huger by a long shot, purely because of what that M1 chip has done. That's going to change computers, laptops, desktops, and all that. Uh, there's a whole new world out there for us now in, in regards to that. We're going to see more mini LED. We're going to see some micro LED starting to uh, transcend into the consumer market. And phones, uh, well, realistically, there's only one way for phones to go, and they need to, as I've said it, I think I've said it a million times, they need a rear screen on the back. Uh, that gets rid of your camera on the front, and then you can pretty much destroy the action market, the action camera market. So we'll see what happens there. Who knows? So other than that, uh, got a few little things there. Uh, now, speaking about drones and a bit of drone stuff, uh, USA announced today there was a bit of announcement. Uh, they'll soon be able to fly at night and over people. Um, this basically will allow them to, your Amazons, your delivery mobs, to basically use drones to do deliveries. This, this is all getting set up. Uh, they're talking late February, the legislation will sort of kick in. Uh, then it'll t it's a 12 month process to apply and get it all in. Uh, the, the drones themselves need to have a remote ID on each unit. Uh, the applications have got to go through and all that. Um, so end of February, you will see all that, all that businesses starting to ramp up and go into that. 
Uh, so pretty soon it's going to just be drones everywhere flying around. I guess probably not here in Australia. We're probably going to be, as usual, late to the party. But in the States, it's going to be crazy. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it goes and how pissed off people get when you've got 50 million drones. Now, my biggest concern, um, even in the city, is as a photographer, if you've got 50 million drones flying around, you're going to, you're going to have to edit all that crap out. Um, if they're going all day, all night, doing stuff, you're trying to get nightscapes of the city and there's 6,000 6, drones flying, it's going to get messy and ugly. It's going to be a bit of a, like, doing nightscapes, light pollution is terrible. Uh, imagine how much wasted power and energy we put into just lighting up a city at night when there's no one there. Uh, if you go ahead and actually have a look at it and have a look in the back of a camera and see how much wasted power is used every night just to, just to I don't know, have lights on for, I guess, some sort of safety or semblance, so I'm not sure what they do it for. But uh, now we're going to have 50 million drones flying around. Yeah, it's going to it's going to be a whole new landscape. We're going to have to, uh, I guess, uh, work our way through, and it's going to be a different phase. The future is coming, so very very interesting how that one pans out. So look look at America. 2021 will be drones, possibly not early on, but end of the year. I think you're going to see starting to see Amazon and that start popping out these massive drone deliveries and all that other stuff, so be aware of that one. Now, also on the Apple front, tech-wise for 2021, there's a lot of rumors around, and I think it's sort of grain of salt sort of rumors, they're not anything, I guess, that's, uh, oh, there we go, gotta focus back. Not anything that's like concrete or anything, but there's a couple of rumors on Twitter and running around for about a 64-core Pro Mac range. Now, I think that 64-core cost-wise is going to be ridiculous. So it's going to be like your, your $20,000 Mac Pro crap uh, that no one's, not us normal folk and consumers are going to use. I think if they go up to 16, possibly a 32-core in, a say, an iMac uh, Pro, that'll be pretty amazing. And the 16 in, a, in a, any sort of laptop is going to be ridiculously powerful. So that will be super good. Now, they're going to need to get up to that unfortunately because well 8k is here we talked about 8k yesterday and and how that's affecting it and it's the new 4 8k is the new 4k and that it's coming and the new cameras are all going 8k we've got the canon cine 8ks we've got the r5 uh whatever sony brings out in the next year as well panasonic uh the 8k is coming uh it's it's going to weave next couple of years is coming through and these computers are going to have to start getting enough grunt in them to be able to handle that that sort of uh, power. Even 4K, like even the 16-inch 4K, is a big ask for it, and you can it, you can feel it sort of ramp up a lot when it starts chewing through 4K video. So you can imagine what 8K is going to be like. Those computers need to get bigger. That everything needs to get faster and faster and faster, so you can get better quality, better quality, and then it'll all flow in. So look, that's going to be big, I think. 16 we might see 16 cores next year i say like a 16 inch pro with 16 cores as an option uh, it's going to be probably similar sort of mark probably around the six seven grand but it's going to be pretty darn insane and hopefully by then they've figured out all the other stuff to go with uh, editing premiere and all the other stuff that where there's a little bit of uh, issues at the moment they're still having sort of different software programs that have a, have a few dramas with this, that crossover. So look, that's gonna, that looks, sounds pretty cool. 
64 is pretty crazy. Uh, maybe next year. They may, may leave that for another year or so and then move into it. I don't think they need 64 at the moment. That's a If you can see what 8-core does, uh, 64 is pretty darn insane. So you never know. Apple likes to push the boundaries a little bit, so that, looks, that could be pretty cool. But it will cost you big bucks, definitely. Now, car-wise, we haven't talked about cars for a little bit. Um, as you may or may not know, big Datsun fan, uh, driven Datsuns all my life. Uh, so Nissan's sort of, I guess, my car brand, I guess. Uh, Navara, I don't mind them. I still like them. They get a nice shape. I don't mind them. Definitely wouldn't drive a Hilux or anything else. Uh, so if I'd buy you, to probably get a Navara. Um, they've got a new model come out. It looks pretty smicko. Um, and price-wise, not too bad. Entry point for it is 32 grand for the SL version, and it shoots all the way up to this new Pro 4X, sort of that, I guess, the Raptor, uh, competition is not not only good as the Ford Raptor. Uh, that Ford Ranger Raptor is pretty darn insane. Uh, that's a great car, but that's eighty thousand uh, dollars, eighty to eighty five thousand, I think. Um, the top of the range for this new Nissan Vara's got all the kit, all the all the bells and whistles, the salad sandwich with egg. Um, <laughs> that's sixty one thousand two hundred ninety. That's for the Pro Four X. They are on order now. I did have someone from Nissan because I'd sort of put my interest to try and get some information about it for you. And they said they were running out. They were selling pretty darn quick too. So if you are after one, uh, definitely get online. You can check out all the different varieties and uh, pretty much everything's available for pre-order now. So definitely worth checking out. They have done a really good uh, job, I think, with the body and uh, the look of the new car. Not much else has changed. It's mostly all tech stuff, uh, all computers and software and all that. And then it's a little bit of cosmetic stuff on the outside, nothing ridiculously huge to change there for the Navara. So Navara, uh, people that are pretty much like that shape and that, that body style, uh, you will appreciate this. And I don't think <clears throat> there's anything there that's going to really annoy you that they've changed too much. So pretty cool. Also out... Uh, Rumours of the new Ranger 2021. Uh, look, it's uh, got some new engine formats coming out. There's rumours of a twin-turbo diesel to replace the 3.2-litre, 2.2-litre, uh, uh, sorry, 2.0-litre twin-turbo diesel to replace that 3.2 version we currently have. Uh, that's coming from the Raptor, so that might be in st stock standard available. It might be detuned a little bit, uh, I'd say, but uh, look, that looks pretty cool. Also, two new V6 uh, engines as well on the diesel side, a V6 power stroke option and as a 3-litre and a 2.7-litre EcoBoost um, from the... Where have we got that? <clears throat> oh, sorry, from the Raptor. So it's a detuned one of that. So smaller the Raptor, that 2.7. And the three liter is from the actually from the F one fifty twenty eighteen American version of the F one fifty. So you get that. That's about one hundred eighty six kilowatts, five hundred ninety seven newton meters of torque. So that's that's going to be a beast uh, of an engine. I think that possibly will probably make its way to Australia. The two point seven variant, which is out of the Raptor, that's the same as the three point five liter, just a little bit, just obviously detuned and changed a little bit. Uh, now, as the 3.5 litre is 242 kilowatts, obviously that's going to drop down probably around the same sort of mark, maybe around the 180, 190, 200 kilowatt range. 
and 542 new mins that'll probably drop to just under 500 so look that uh, three liter diesel out of the f-150 i think would be a great option in that uh, uh, ranger market uh, i think that would sell really well here in australia the little t uh, twin turbo one that might be a good option as well out of the raptor that's gone really well that's a great engine so and uh, i think it's probably that might be your two options there they are talking about uh, possibly a petrol one, a 2.3 litre turbo petrol version, but that's probably going to be for the US guys. That's out of the Focus ST, that super hot hatchback. So I don't see we'll see that. Now all of them are going to have the 10 speed auto um, and it looks really, really nice. Uh, Ranger has done really well here in Australia. It's taken off and because of that and that design cues they've taken from that, it's gone really well outside of Australia as well. Even in the States, the Ranger, I think, has picked up a lot of pace. Uh, the Ranger Raptor has done thing, amazing things here, but 85 grand, it's a lot of money. Um, but then I guess you look at your Silverados, your Rams, your F-150s, they're all 150 grand, so it's probably a better price. I just don't know when or what year uh, in Australia, cars went from 40 to 50 to suddenly jump to 80 to 90, man. Who the hell is paying 80 to 90? That's like a luxury car. And seeing tradies roll around in $100,000 friggin' utes, that's that's a bit scary. Uh, it's not, not a good sign for the future. If we're paying, especially electric cars, what are electric cars going to cost? Uh, Rivian's going to be $200,000 plus. No one's going to be paying that for an electric car. So it's a little bit scary in that regards. Well, that's about it. Um, yeah. Battery is uh, better. <laughs> it's still dropping down, but at least it's taking charge. So I'm, I'm uh, super excited about that. It was going to be a long swing. And that's about it. Uh, Thursday. Have a happy new year tonight. Enjoy your celebrations. Uh, enjoy your hangover if you're getting on the Terps. I will see you all in 2021 tomorrow for the end of the week show. Radio. We'll be going that way, that way. I'll see you tomorrow, 2021. Happy New Year. Peace.